Hi, you're listening to Only Therapists in the Building, a podcast brought to you by Connect Counseling Center in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, here to demystify therapy and the people who do it for a living. This is the part where, yeah, this is where we like laugh. You know, we always start with that, that that really awkward laugh. Yeah, that really like everybody knows that it's a real laugh. Um, That you're having fun. Um, you want me to? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Welcome back to Only Therapist in the Building, a podcast for the modern era. (laughs) I I was just trying that out. I like the word modern. (laughs) Modern's hard to say. Uh, no, hello, welcome back. Uh, my name is Tommy Johnson. I am a therapist at Connect Counseling Center. I am with uh, my co-host Jen Kastner. Hello, hello. And we have a guest uh, host today who is also guest of honor. A, a guest we'll of honor. That. Thank you for the clarification. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm already worried now. Um, <laughs> and uh, her name is Paige. Uh, Cross, and she is an MFT at Connect as well. Um, hello and welcome. Thank you. Paige. What's this the worst is... thing you've ever done in your life? Ooh, we're getting deep right that's, from the start. That's today's topic. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> and we are um, we are going to have to miss uh, Beck today. We're sad she's not here, but um, you know we know that she's here in spirit and she's doing, I uh, hope she's doing good. Yeah. But today I'm excited because we are kind of going down a a fun trail uh, that I think, you know, we talk about it a lot and, you know, as therapists, I think just people in general talk about it. Um, I know there's a BuzzFeed quiz about it, um, which is, you know, kind of Disney, Disney characters, how they relate to us, how they relate to our lives. And uh, even maybe some therapeutic perspectives of like, what does that look like in a therapy room? But also maybe some takeaway of like, hey, as a parent or just as a person, you know, how can you utilize some of these, you know, things uh, or conversations to, you know, I guess, have a better life? (laughs) That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, at least my plan is to talk about like how we as therapists use use media, whether it be Disney or whatever, within our sessions with our clients. And then like Tommy's saying to kind of take home or have a take home for potentially parents or whoever to use it in real life because media is all around us. It surrounds us and we interact with it knowingly or unknowingly every single day. That's right. That was good. That was almost sing songy. Like I felt the Disney in it. Well, then can I introduce, so I kind of like break the ice question today and Tommy came up with this, but I'm just going to introduce it because here I am. Um, Who's the Disney character that you relate to the most and why? Whoa. (laughs) I did take a BuzzFeed quiz. quiz? Yeah. What was your answer? Oh, it was Moana and I didn't relate Mm -hmm. to her. She likes to be outside. I don't like to be outside. That's fair. So who do you relate to? (laughs) Well, She likes to be in the water. Okay. To be fair. Oh, okay. Don't like to be in the water. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, 
I related to, so are we just doing Disney movies or can we do like Disney Channel shows? Oh, Disney Channel shows, absolutely. So I mean, 100% yes. Doc McStuffins. Ooh. <laughs> she talks to animals. She fixes animals. I think I'm a vet. Yeah. And not a therapist. Yeah. Or a therapist for animals. We've discussed opening I, that I, side business yes. for Connect Two. If anybody's interested in that, I'm starting that up. <laughs> yeah. You get your LLC and everything and like rolling with it? Yeah, sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Doc McStuffins, tell me more because I am a person that has not seen Doc McStuffins. So so what about I mean, obviously the animal piece and the, yeah, and the so helping she, piece. Um she is I guess she's a vet, right? She's a child who <laughs> So <laughs> yes, okay, she's a child who she's a child who has like she pretends to be a vet, but her adventures kind of come to life. Yes. Her animals come to life. Her like stuffed animals oh. and she fixes them. It's a Disney Junior show, I think. Yes it is. Right. Right. It's phenomenal. It's wholesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And so you relate to people coming alive. When you start to help them. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yes. That's wow. exactly what it was. It had nothing to do with the yeah. animals. It's like that Imagine Dragon song. It's like, I'm waking up. That's what they say every time, right? When they leave mm-hmm. the office. That's cool. 100%. No, that's good. No, I think that that's good. I, I like that. I like the deep cut. Like, I, I think, you know, sometimes that's what's hard about those BuzzFeed quizzes is because you're like, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't know, the genie from you know, Aladdin or something, even though that would be great. You are the genie from, he is the genie from Aladdin. I, I can see that. Um, thank you <laughs> for placing that on me. BuzzFeed. Only take it if you Do you work it. for BuzzFeed? Is that what this is? Y'all were hired. Is BuzzFeed going to sponsor us? Because if they'll sponsor us, I, I might work. work for them. We've said it at least 10 times. And if we don't bleep it out, I mean, we might as well kind of ask for a sponsorship. Um, but yeah. I, okay, so, I, I mean, I actually do. I know I just came up with that randomly. I do like that idea of Genie, but I think it's just because I've been watching Wreck-It Ralph. I like, I kind of like that idea. Um, so, Ralph, you know, he's the bad guy in the in the video game, uh, and he kind of has this, like, almost identity crisis. I like, I love that he goes to, like, I think it's just bad anon, and so it's, like, you know, an, a 12-step meeting, but for, you know, you know, uh, villains or, or bad characters in video games. Um, so, you know, he has this like therapy thing piece that he's trying to look into and then, yeah, he's, you know, kind of fun and whimsical, but he also, I think, you know, and which maybe this is deeper than, um, I wanted to go and now I'm on a rabbit trail. (laughs) Um, but I mean, he deals with real, you know, learning about his identity mm-hmm. you know of like oh, okay who am i what do i have to be you know and i think in my life too you know learning about how to how to handle conflict how to be direct how to be you know assertive those things have been tough you know especially kind of you know when i was you know even just in my 20s you know kind of pulling out of that you know people pleasing you know place that i felt like i was kind of put uh, or learned and so, yeah, I think it's cool because I love the end, you know, when it's like he still has to be this role where, you know, he's still the bad guy, quote unquote. But everybody kind of looks at it like with a wink of like he's the he's the bad guy because, you know, he you know, that's his part. That's his role, you know, versus, you know, he's an actual, you know, kind of villain and he and he's evil. And and so growing up and having to do some more adult things and having kiddos and. It's like there are moments in time where it's just, it is tough. Mm-hmm. It is hard. It is, 
it's not always kind of this joyful, you know, fest that, you know, it's, it's, and there are some hard days. And so I think that especially having to watch it uh, literally 14,000 times in the last two months <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, has helped me, you know, identify that, that I like him. And, you know, we just have, you know, several hands, some I similar like that, hands. Yeah. So, you're you know, not I a can bad pound guy stuff. Just because you're a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, say it again. Say it again. You're not a bad guy. Just because you're a bad guy. That's good. Well, that's in the movie. If you've watched you, it I know as you much just as made you that said. Up. That's cool. No, I know. Yeah, I just, I'm glad you got the quote. I'm not always notoriously good at like memorizing things. So I like that too. And I think we're going to talk about this a little bit later on in this episode. Um, Tommy mentioned like Ralph is the like bad guy in quotes. He's the bad guy in the video game. But like, I think as therapists and hopefully as humans too, like we can look at that movie and recognize that like Ralph isn't the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it and say who the bad guy is in the movie. Um, Cause we'll get to that later probably, oh but like goodness. there is a bigger issue there. So I love right. that too. Just recognizing that like we're human. I think I've said that before on these podcasts, we're human and like we do things and, and it is what it is. Right. Yes. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so for me, um, I have really strong opinions about this, but can I, can I kind of talk about two characters that I feel like I really relate to? Yes. So the first one, 100% without a doubt, and I know everyone in the whole entire world will agree whether they know me or not, is Pocahontas um, from the hit Disney movie Pocahontas. Um, Mm -hmm. Pocahontas is strong and she fights for what she loves and who she loves and stands up for wrongs and injustices and is still trying to figure it out. Right. Because she doesn't know how like the new world quote unquote works and like the settlers who come in, she's got to kind of pick her path there. And I feel like, at least I hope I embody kind of those qualities of like, I will fight for those I love and I am still figuring out the world and like how to navigate through it because you know, every day is a day that I haven't done yet. Um, and I hope I am strong and wise and all of those wonderful qualities that I see in her. So I really relate to her. Um, you are for sure. Thank for you. Sure, for sure. Thank you. The other one that I have recently begun to relate to <laughs> is Bingo from Bluey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The little sister. If you haven't watched Bluey yet, it's on Disney Plus. Please, please go watch it. Um, but she's very she is herself. She, I mean, she's, I think, four years old. She's supposed to be representative of a four-year-old, mm. I believe. Um, so she is wild and free and just the best version of any human. Um, and as someone who works with kids, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there is something relatable to that as I work with kids and tiny humans. And I just, I just love her and her songs I love that. and just all of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So speaking of songs, what song do you guys relate to or what song kind of hit you? Yeah. Hit me with your best shot. Oh, like Disney. Like Disney. Disney songs. Disney songs? Oh, no. Five minutes are all the way. You know, that's what. um, Oh, yeah. I got to rethink mine. I don't know. I was going to do Purple Monkey and the Coconut Tree from Fisher Price because that's all I listen to right now. (laughs) Wow. Um, There's, I mean. There's several songs that I like out of like you know like the Disney catalog for sure. Um, you know I've started to, I think I just just Moana and Encanto are just so incredible. You know Lin Manuel Miranda. Mm. You know, just is is great with with Hamilton and but but all those you know it's just such a cool storytelling you know aspect. I think just just in general those are like great to me. But I do think I love when just like added songs are in, you know, movies and I don't even. 
sometimes I think it, it's like they're made for that and sometimes, but I just think of Shakira's Try Everything for like Zootopia, mm -hmm. there's just something so wonderful about, I don't, you know, because I don't even hear that much about Zootopia, you know, literally I think it's been six maybe seven years, you know, kind of since it came out. It's and a vastly underrated movie. It's mm -hmm. right. Uh, what's her name? Hops. Mm -hmm. uh, Judy Hops. Judy Hops. I mean, a great movie. I know. And I, I was kind of like, I think this might have to be like a three or four hour, you know, podcast. Um, <laughs> just because, I mean, we got to go in depth with so many different movies. But yeah, try everything. Um, when I hear that, that's just, that's just my jam. Yeah. I think... A really cool thing about recent Disney movies and recent Disney songs is that they they kind of embody our world to mm. some degree, like mm -hmm. kind of the it's there if you want to look at it thing. So like Zootopia, there there is some political stuff going on and like, you know, right. still finding your way in this world despite like maybe a tough climate. Um, and the songs reflect that, right? Same thing right. with Encanto. You've got family stuff going on there and the songs reflect that. Right. Um, right. For me, like I love all Disney songs like... I, there was a trivia contest once where it was like, name every song from every era. And I was like, I've got this. And I did. Um, <laughs> but instead of saying like a song that resonates with me, I really want to share a line that resonates with me. Ooh. So the song Poor Unfortunate Souls, which is sung by Ursula and the Little mm -hmm. Mermaid. Um, we could karaoke that right now. It's freaking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, but there is a line that Ursula says that goes, if you want to cross the bridge, my sweet, you've got to pay the toll. And like, maybe that speaks a little too much to who I am as a human. Um, but just that reality of like, there are consequences to what we choose, good and bad. And there are costs to what we choose, good and bad. And like, that sticks with me hardcore, mm. um, no matter what I'm doing. Mm. So, power yeah. to the villains. Yeah. You should get a t-shirt made. Yeah. Um, I may or may not have okay. a t-shirt of that that came from a race that I did. Pay the toll. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. I think, that, yeah, but I think that that's good. I think that, I think to your point too, I think so many of the Disney songs too, it's kind of like, oh, cute, whimsy and, um, you know, cute and whimsical. But there is like a, a lesson that is being taught or, um, but I like that. I like that lesson a lot. I think that that's I, what I think of is like, you know, whatever you put your energy into, that's what you've chosen. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of that concept of like, you might have said, you know, yes or no to something else. But in reality, it is what you have put your energy into, you know. And so if you're kind of doing some of these hard things towards growth or you're not or in the middle, you know, that is what you've, you know, where you're at or what you've kind of chosen. And that's the toll you will pay at that moment. Oh, yeah. That's good. I like that. <laughs> All right, Paige, what do you got? So when you said Encanto, it reminded me the Under Pressure song by Louisa. Oh, yes. oh, I love that song. Oh, it's so good. Not only is it catchy, but it's it's got so much in there with family dynamic stuff. And I just, yeah, I'm not going to go into the details, but I like it. Yeah. yeah okay. You're saving it for... For later on. Yeah, for later on. For later mm -hmm. on. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot. I don't of, know if we, yeah, a yeah. Lot of things for later on. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 sometimes gets a little bit difficult when you just keep doing that. Um, I think. Well, and this is a good. I think that's a good segue too, because as we we're saying, you know, all right, so here's like maybe this character, maybe here's this song, and then kind of building off of that, you know, kind of just a the overall movie. You know, what's what's one of those movies. Um, that you kind of sat down with, you either went to the theater or you just watched it, you know, 
on an airplane or you uh, you know had it on your old uh, your old flip phone. You remember that when <laughs> flip phones started to use internet? It was Horrible. it costs so much money. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> the the data plan was was very expensive. Um, I might have gotten in trouble one time for going on the internet once. Um, and yeah, anyways, but. Um, you know, just watching that one movie, you know, kind of like, again, pose that to y'all, like what, you know, which, I don't know, maybe there's a couple, you know, maybe there's a couple that you're like, oh yeah, like that. And again, it can kind of be Disney or, you know, Disney inspired. I mean, one that popped to mind immediately and like I hadn't, this was not what I was planning to say um, when we kind of talked about this, but one that just popped in my mind was Luca. Have you guys seen that one? Yeah. I love Luca. Yeah. That one, I feel like it kind of snuck in under the radar for okay. Disney. Um but but it just, I don't know. The one thing I love about Disney is it's all a journey, right? It's all about this this or these characters that are like trying to figure things mm. out. I think I've said that multiple times already. But trying to figure things out. And they're going on these adventures and they're, they're finding their place in the world. And Luca does that. And the thing, I'm trying to figure out how to do this without spoiling. But the ending of Luca is happy mm-hmm. and it is realistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like everyone did not get exactly what they wanted or they got what they needed versus right. what they wanted. Um, right. And I love that. And I think that <laughs> it is... It gives me cold chills. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kind of got to shiver a little <laughs> bit. Um, so underrated. Mm-hmm. Just like Zootopia. All the new Disney movies, guys, they just like... Mm. And it kind of asks the question of like, who's the villain of this story? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you have two opposing worlds and a boy who's trying to figure out where he fits in each of them or how he can fit in each of them. And and there is no identified like, oh, that's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like there right. is an older Disney movies or other movies. So... Oh, it's great. Mm. I like that. Yes, yes. I like I liked that movie too. I remember like, well, because I didn't ever really hear about it, and then it kind of like just popped up on Disney Plus, you know, and watched it with you know my kids, and it. I, I was like, this movie has no right being this good, right? You know, and I feel like <laughs> or you, making me cry. You, know, you feel bad saying <laughs> that, but you're kind of like you know, as you said, kind of the concepts there, and it was like it was so deep, so rich. You know, and they, again, you know, I think that that's why we are talking about Disney movies as compared to, and I think there's all sorts of different, it doesn't just have to be, you know, Disney, you know, actual, whatever, manufactured, but kind of how Jen said, it's just this idea of like story and media and like how they drive us forward and, you know, what we can kind of take away from that. Um, I do, I think of the movie, I liked the movie Tangled a lot when it came out, Mm -hmm. um, and I think that this, that's like early 2010s, you know, around there. Um, and it was just, it was, it was, and I've, and I've spoke to Jen about this before and sometimes we have debates. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, I felt like it was like almost like this flagship of kind of like, hey, look what we can do with like movies, you know, look what we can kind of, you know, what, because like even in the very, you know, midst of that, like Rapunzel is, you know, she literally is this prisoner she doesn't know about. And she is, um, you know, showing signs of kind of like, I mean, at, at the very least, uh, some mild depression, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, maybe we would say it, it looks like boredom or malaise, you know, or malaise or whatever, but it's very much. Uh, and then she has this whole like identity, you know, breakdown crisis building you know happened throughout these you know hour and 45 minutes with kind of an unreliable person that turns out you know 
Flynn Ryder is is really great, and we we enjoy him. But also just with a great you know cast, mm-hmm. uh, Mother Gothel, you know. Um, the the dude that dresses up as Cupid, uh, <laughs> the, uh, not Vikings. The, yeah, the uh, um, dang it, uh, not pirates. What are they? They're swindlers. I mean, thieves. Ruffians. Ruffians. That's what the ruffians. Them. Okay, ruffians. yeah. Um, and Max. I was just talking to uh, another therapist uh, about how cool that horse was. You oh, know, Pascal. we can never dismount. <clears throat> yes, the Pascal. Disney horses, the side, animal sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. And. Um, and so it was cool. I think I think you know not to give too much away. You know, I want people to kind of like check these movies out before. But a uh, really cool like ending as well of kind of like thinking through. You know, if you have a gift, you know, if it becomes a burden, you know, is it still a gift or or how can it like kind of you know really work for your life and for yeah. you versus you having to always you know, kind of almost be a martyr or, you know, the sacrificial lamb and how can you kind of use your gifts in a way that also kind of protects yourself and you have boundaries. Um, so that's what I think about when I'm thinking about Tangled. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. I like that. Tangled, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh, you? I think LPC? I did not have a movie in mind before we started talking but then as we started talking Maleficent just kept coming into my mind wait the first one or the second one or both of them I mean we can go both I was thinking first just because that was the first time that I was just like wow they we grew up with Sleeping Beauty and Maleficent was the villain outright villain and then they really, I don't want to give it away again. If you haven't watched it, you need well, to watch it. I mean, we can spoiler it. alert. Okay. That one. Spoiler right. alert ahead. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but she, like, it totally rocked my world because who we thought was the villain wasn't the villain. Mm. And she loved Aurora and she loved her unconditionally. And I just think that is just. It speaks so much more like truth to the life we live now of like yeah. sometimes who we think the villain is isn't really the villain. And right. well, I love that. Like recently, um, Disney and probably other things too, but Disney has been coming out with like movies like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like who is the villain? What mm-hmm. what does that look like? Um, and even outside of the movies, like there's this whole series, book series. Um, I want to say it's called the What If series. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Where it asks the question like, what if this happened? Like the Aladdin one is like, what if Jafar got the lamp? Mm-hmm. Um, and it really like, one, it can give you background information on the villain. So you kind of have to rethink mm-hmm. what that story looks like to you and to like, it is that what if it's what if the bad that you see in this movie isn't isn't the real bad, mm-hmm. which kind of goes into like how we use these movies in therapy or as therapists um, and kind of asking ourselves like what what is the villain? How can we how mm. can we come out of this? Because like so you start like super early, like Snow White was the very first um well, she wasn't Black Cauldron and everything, but the most well known one mm-hmm. of the first ones who was the villain in Snow White? Gable Queen. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt evil queen but we kind of go forward to like Encanto who's the mm-hmm. villain in Encanto mm-hmm. the grandma <laughs> that's what all my just kids kidding, say no. the trauma <laughs> trauma yeah the, trauma, the generational, generational trauma, trauma. Yeah. jinx jinx um, you all have a lot of cokes today <laughs> <laughs> which is true throughout like um, Luca generational trauma mm-hmm. um, onward we didn't talk about that one that's a pretty powerful one <gasps> trauma and grief 
Like, no more do we have, like, an identified evil queen um, or an identified, oh, my gosh, my husband's going to kill me for saying this, Gaston Mm -hmm. in Beauty and the Beast. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't we don't have that character that much anymore. Mm -hmm. So as as humans, we're having to figure out, like, where does this all fit? Where do we fit in all of this? And I love that as therapists, like I have the little Encanto figures that my kiddos use and we get to talk about like their first question is always, where's Abuela? Because mm-hmm. I don't have her in the figures. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, where's Abuela? She's the bad guy. We need the bad guy. And I get to be like, oh, well, wait a second. What makes a bad guy a bad guy? Mm-hmm. That kind of conversation. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think Disney's I think that... done a good job of that. Absolutely. Especially recently. Yeah. Well, and turning it on its head, too. You know, that's why another reason why, you know, I kind of like Wreck-It Ralph because the second movie, the first movie is kind of this like almost hero's journey, right? You know, okay, I'm going to save Vanellope and and kind of, you know, come back and everything's going to be hunky-dory. But then uh, it really is interesting on, I don't know if y'all have seen Ralph Breaks the Internet, but Mm -hmm. it is, I mean, it's a very deep movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very intense, um, kind of about just loneliness, about, Mm -hmm. you know, having that, that confidence that you, you, you know, security within yourself versus always having to rely on somebody, you know, which again is not something that we always you know, say so. So in that, the villain is just you know our psyche, but also kind of like you know having to differentiate or having to to go through this process of being okay with yourself. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and obviously that can be you know a barrier, can be trauma or relational difficulties or attachment issues, which you know it is. But yeah. um, I I I think that these movies are you know overlooked. Um, oftentimes, you know, by, you know, older people or, and, you know, I think sometimes there's, there's folks that enjoy them still and that's cool. You know, if you have kiddos, you can kind of watch them, you know, there's like certain camps that's like, it's okay that they like them. Right. But, um, by and large, you know, you know, folks are watching maybe more violent movies or maybe they're watching even more, you know, I don't know. I just feel like every other movie out there is either like a superhero movie or um John Wick, right? I so was going to say like... John Wick, but then I was like if Keanu Reeves was disappointed with me, I oh, would just no, that would break my it heart. would break my heart. I'm not saying it's a bad movie Even though for an makes... appropriate audience. Right. What I'm saying is like you're right. There's like these these kind of categories, right? There's like the Disney like kitty movies, fun for the whole family. There's like the superhero movies, which can be fun for the whole family, but also like sometimes not. And then there's like the John Wick movies, which when my kids come to me and say their parents took them to that, that week then weekend, I'm always like, Ooh, okay. We're going right. to talk about that later. <laughs> um, so right. it's kind of where, where did they fit in those? And maybe this is an addition too, but like media news, mm-hmm. like what they see on like social media, like that's also, you know, it's not a TV show or a movie, but it is kind of that same vein of they're watching it secondhand or thirdhand mm-hmm. um, and trying to figure all that out, too. Yeah. Um, what do you you know, we, I think we've already kind of started talking about this and um, uh, and I want to get I want to get your your take on this page, too, because, you know, page page um, she she's had a lot of experience, you know, teaching kiddos, but also like, you know in the playroom and play therapy, you know, what do you think? Um, and, and I know that you, you know, there are different Disney things that you kind of utilize. What do you think, um, kind of just how Disney, you know, uses like 
kind of this mental health and trauma? How does this, how, I don't know, what's kind of your take on that? Like, how does that help you when you start, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. talking to kids? And I think, and Jen, you can chime in here too, (laughs) but I think it gives us something, it gives our kiddos something to relate to someone like a, a picture to relate to of I'm not alone because, you know, Louisa feels the strain of her family or, um, and so it's easy for us when we can, when we can identify something to relate to and it's a picture in front of us, that's how our mind works, right? We're always looking at who can I relate to and our mind thinks of things in pictures. It just, it starts the process, the healing process that much faster, I think. Mm. Because they can identify. It's yes. like a symbol. Yes. It's like, this is okay mm-hmm. because I see it in someone else. Yes. Right. It's, that loneliness factor kind of goes away yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that metaphor mm-hmm. of kind of like, well, and, and and after I asked you that question, I was like, it's kind of almost, I almost, we almost don't have to ask that question. It's almost instinctual that when we hear a story or we watch a movie, mm-hmm. we're like, how do I relate to that? Mm-hmm. That's always kind of like going yes. through our mind, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think it's just cool to make overt you know, whether you're using characters or you're using like, you know, metaphors or um, similes. Is that right? You know, this is my uh, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was, like, Wait, what's I was thinking of indefinite simile? articles the other day and I was like, man, I should have been an English major. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that there it, it gives them this like like hope or this. It gives mm-hmm. them kind of like at least like some security mm-hmm. of like I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Well, and it also gives them a safe way to talk about it too, yes. right? Like um, talking about Encanto, like recently I had an, an experience, I guess, um, where one of my kiddos really latched on to Isabella, mm-hmm. who is the perfectionist mm-hmm. of the family, you find out, um, and struggles a lot with that. And this kiddo never said, you know, I'm a perfectionist too. Mm-hmm. But through the play and through her constant use of Isabella, like, there were a lot of themes there that we can kind of consider and talk about. And it's a way to kind of ask the question of like, okay, if, if perfectionism is a thing, if you're feeling this really big stress and this really big worry, what can we do? What did Isabella do Mm -hmm. to kind of work with that? Mm -hmm. And it's a really safe conversation of, Oh, well, um, Mirabella came in and and she had a sister to talk to and Louise was there and, you know, all this other stuff too. And then of Mm -hmm. course, like her dress, Isabella's dress in the movie changes at the end. Mm -hmm. She physically looks different when she's kind of, um, combated Mm -hmm. this thing. And that's a really great thing too. I don't have an Isabella figure with a different dress, but I really want one to kind of signify Mm -hmm. that. So it's really, it's a really safe and I don't want to say easy, but accessible maybe Mm -hmm. way to talk about these things. Mm -hmm. Again, it's, it's, Almost a less vulnerable way of talking about things because mm-hmm. they're already there. And so if I can show you, if you know who Isabella is, I know who Isabella is, we can talk about how mm-hmm. we relate to that. How we relate to that mm-hmm. and how, again, I can I can now talk about perfectionism yes. with code words or symbols or yeah, like Isabella. signs. Yeah. Be like, you know, I was being like Isabel mm-hmm. when I was like her. And, you know, it's almost, it's almost like I used to be really like her then and now I'm like her at the end of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's like it's kind of a neat, you know, kind of, you know, tailspin. Mm-hmm. Um, just just because we probably all have different ones. And, and I know that um, 
you know, there's so much, I mean, there's such a vast of, you know, cause I'm even thinking we're, we're literally only talking about kind of the, you know, animated movies, mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of like, you know, there's so many like Disney or Disneyfied or Disney, you know, movies, you know, I mean, come on, how are we not going to talk about blank check? You know, uh, <laughs> oh, de-com- is blank check a decom? Disney uh, Channel original I, movie. No, 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 no. Oh, it was it was for real, for real. Oh, was okay. it? Was, was oh, it? listen, I saw it on theaters or oh. at theaters. I yeah, remember it that. was I it was it was legit. I mean, but yeah, we, we wanted a million dollars. Okay, you know, me and my friends. It was like, how are we going to find a dude with a blank check? You know, we just got to get hit by a car. So we're <laughs> oh, going to try to get in. Okay, this is, please don't do that. Um, but I think, if I can interrupt, <laughs> I think something that's cool about that is, so we're talking about like, or we've been talking about animated mostly with kids, but I use this with my adults too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like media right. and and I am comfortable with Disney. If anyone who knows me, I am the most comfortable with Disney. So I use it with adults. So whether mm-hmm. it's like pooling um, stuff from the past, like Lizzie McGuire movie. Like yeah. we can talk about the growth there and how that that relates yeah. to me as an adult, because like that was, you know, back in back in my day. <laughs> um, or we can talk about the more recent ones like Loki. Have you guys seen that? Um, there's some really. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the Disney Channel. Yeah. The yeah. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's some pretty hardcore themes in yeah. there for adults to consider, too. Right. So it's amazing how how it spans across age groups it doesn't have to just be kids like i don't have kids of my own but i will sit and watch bluey for for sure ever Mm because it's phenomenal it's phenomenal but it's also like it's this is not a this is not a diss on all i've seen but i've seen a tiktok too that's kind of like well here comes bluey and their family we're about to you know we're about to have to uh learn a lesson you know (laughs) and that's so true like i don't want a lesson when uh because it's always it is so good but it's like for you know a parent i'm just like oh man i wish you know sometimes they they get so into the play Mm -hmm. you know the parents do and you're like man uh, I better do that too. Um, and... But here's what I love about Bluey for me as an adult, as someone who doesn't have kids. Um, those parents, as Bluey's parents, are pretty much perfect, right? Like everything right. ends mm-hmm. up perfectly. They, at the end of the day, do everything perfectly or come back from it quick. Not all of us had that growing mm-hmm. up. Very few of mm-hmm. us, if any, had right. those parents. Right. So Bluey's parents are very healing. For like inner child. Like I cannot pretty much every episode of Bluey I have cried at. I'm not ashamed to admit that because like the younger version of myself is like, oh, I feel that love and I feel that concern. And that is what I really needed at one point in my life. Not that my parents didn't give that to me. Yeah. And like here's a perfect picture of what it looked like. And, And I love that. And I use that with my adult clients too. Like let's find ways to heal some of that angst or trauma if you want to take it to that degree whatever we need yeah and you get to be bingo i love bingo Your little bingo uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um just, just because uh, we're kind of running out of time, and and we've talked. I mean, we've we've gotten to talk about some. Um, I think again, I think there's there's much more to talk about, and so if if y'all want to throw anything out as we're kind of um, 
Is there anything else that we are kind of thinking just as like not action points? I know that kind of that that definitely does not sound um, where I want us to head, but more like, you know, just kind of further, further stops or further like, uh, you know, things to think about with, you know, it could be for parents. It just could be for individuals. It could be for anyone as they're kind of like utilizing or using like media um, to, you know, even even just talk about their narratives or think through I don't know. What do y'all think? Um. (laughs) I'm being pointed at. Um, Kind of generally, I feel like we're talking about these things as therapists. Um, You don't have to be a therapist to go see a Disney movie and and talk about what it means for your life. I think if we're talking kids and parents, Disney movies, whatever, Pixar movies, um, DreamWorks, whatever, company you want to go Whoa. with. Oh, she said um, DreamWorks, yeah. Hey, spirits dying of yeah. the small She's crossed like, the line. Mm. She's crossed the line. Um, but we as parents, we as parents, you guys as parents, can can have that conversation with your kids. Like you can use these things to forward right. a relationship, um, talk through problems, all of that good stuff. So like I think this is a real tangible, accessible way to have conversations. Right. Even right. with other adults, like if you don't think we all sit in the break room mm-hmm. talking about which Disney character we are, you are sadly mistaken. That's right. <laughs> that is That's true. Right. That's right. Yeah, I think. Um, I think that I. I think of a, a couple of things. The the first like like image I have was, and I don't know if if, if y'all remember this because um, you know my friends and I we'd often go to the movie theater right like as as kids because it was like five fifty it might have been four fifty oh, let's not talk about the hike in price four fifty to see a movie I mean a brand new movie okay okay we're fine we're fine <laughs> um, I know there might be older people who are like it was two bits when I was you know we have a huge <laughs> so market with the ninety year so I just wanted to. Um, <laughs> but we would go watch the movie. It was chill, you know, it was fun. Um, and we would come out and what always ended up happening was we would circle up and we would talk about the movie, mm-hmm. right? Didn't matter what movie it was, you know, didn't matter, you know, even if we all had to be somewhere, even if it was still like almost curfew. And that to me symbolizes who we are. Connection. You know? Yes. Connection. We so so these 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 stories, these movies, these TV shows, whatever we want to you know throw out there, it's like we are made to connect and and these are just tools that we get to use um, you know in in trying to find those 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 places because if you are in a hard time and you have grief, I get to say, you know what when I was having a hard time and when I was grieving, this really helped. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 you do you want a movie that makes you feel even worse? Here you go. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. for me that always helps. You know, or or you know what? This is this is such a, a good um, character. It reminds me of you. Maybe even like you know. Um, Mirabelle or not you know Mirabelle goes through so much but she's also she's the glue you know she's she's the she's the real kind of helper in the mm-hmm. whole movie and so I I love that I just think that that's 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 probably my favorite thing with clients with kids you know I and I think it's books too I know we haven't given much oh, shout yeah. out to books I mean we're talking about media yeah. books mm-hmm. are media too mm-hmm. so if movies and tv shows aren't your thing like this absolutely applies to right. books Right. So, and we'll, I will probably maybe do like some Harry Potter or something in the future. You know, we, we like those <laughs> things. Paige, any, any just last thoughts on that or? Yeah. 
you say you you want 14 minutes to talk about it for the rest okay yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um no i agree well, with your point um you have to help me with this what? Right? oh yeah you have to he'll, he'll walk you through it dun 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 Oh, that is so gonna get our license. I no, it's not. It was less than ten seconds. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did you want to? Dun 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 dun. Yay! Oh wow. Hey, that was good. That was ten seconds. That wrapped up for ten seconds. Oh, dang it, Paige. Man. All right. So breakdown time. Um. So I want to talk a little bit about um kind of appropriateness of media and how to share these with their children and like what it looks like when children or adults maybe consume some things that aren't the healthiest or the most adaptive. So we're gearing a little bit away from Disney because obviously I will always tell you to watch a Disney movie, like <laughs> always, um, to kind of a different, a little bit of a different topic. So this actually just happened yesterday. One of my clients was asking me about the correlation between violent video games and mm. aggressive behavior in kids. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is something that comes up a lot. Um, this particular client watches, not not the same one, but in, in general, this is a theoretical client. Client A <laughs> watches so many violent movies, so many scary movies, um, and now they're bullying other kids in school. Like, is that connected? Right. Um, or all my husband watches are um, murder shows, and now he's being really mean to me. Is that connected? Right. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that. So I want to throw it back to my homeboy, Albert Bandura. Do you guys remember learning about the Bobo doll study? Yes. In your grad programs? Yes. I'm yeah. going to say yes, so I'm not left out. <laughs> so Albert Bandura created this Bobo doll study where he had, I to okay, to make it short, because I can talk about research all day long. To make it short, this group of kids saw an adult get upset and punch um, this like blow up Bobo doll. Like it's one of those clown dolls that when you hit it, it like falls, falls back, back and then up, falls yeah. back up. Mm. Um, and the kind of question was like, what's going to happen when these kids see adults being aggressive? And just like what we could predict happen if a child saw an adult being aggressive towards the Bobo doll, it too was aggressive towards the Bobo mm. doll. Um, and kind of that theme in research has held up over time. So individuals, both children and adults, who watch aggressive movies, violent movies, violent video games, they will act more aggressively in their lives. Mm -hmm. That does not mean they're going to play hours and hours of Call of Duty and go out and, you know, participate in an incredibly violent act that ends traumatically. That's right. not always what it means. It just means they might struggle to make connections with people because they're they're not practicing as much empathy or they mm. are more aggressive or assertive kind of in more of an unhealthy way in a workplace or a school environment um, or they're more of that bully type mm -hmm. figure. That correlation has been proven over time through multiple areas of research. Um, we're starting to see a little bit more research now with all this stuff in the news that the more kids especially watch those things. Um, the thing that comes to mind is like police footage of traumatic events. Like mm. they are starting to, we're starting to see that aggression too. Again, not that they're going to go out and like make horrible, horrible choices, but we're starting to see a little bit more bullying, things like that. Mm. So it is really important as a parent or as an adult to think critically about the type of media that you're ingesting, whether it is a movie, a video game, a TV show, or the news. Um, 
and making sure that that is appropriate. So for kids, we're going to consider developmental appropriateness, like don't let your five-year-old watch the evening news um, on CNN when they're talking about all the tragic events around the world. Mm -hmm. Like that is not developmentally appropriate and your kiddo is going to talk about that in therapy later on. So, yeah. Now, that's not to say don't talk to your child about what's going on in the world, but we use words and phrases and actions that a five-year-old can understand. Right. Similarly, the older that you get as an adult, yes, we're watching these things. We need to be aware of what goes on in the world. But don't sit at your TV or your computer screen at 24-7 and just doom scroll. Um, Mm -hmm. We're all guilty of it. We all do it, myself included. But... Add some add some time in for those Disney movies. Add some time in for those funny cat videos. Um, or add some time in and go outside. I know, I knew right? you were going to say, I knew that that was going to be the, the third choice. I knew or go inside to a restaurant with friends. Like, whatever floats yeah. your boat. Um, but we have to be mindful of the media we are ingesting. We have to be mindful of what our kids are watching. Um, if your right. kiddo sneaks down the stairs and watches Game of Thrones from this, the hallway, right. unbeknownst to you and whoever you're watching Game of Thrones with, um, that's going to that's gonna do something. Right. Um, so we just need to be aware of what we're doing and if you're a parent, what your kiddos are doing. Um, and yeah, all of that good stuff. Yeah, that's such a great point. Yeah, yeah. kind of that modeling for our kids or for just ourselves Mm -hmm. of what I think, I don't know if this is something that's hit you. Um, but since I've gotten kind of a little bit older and page, this might be, but I just feel like I understand and recognize the subtleties more and more now of like when something, when I do something, it is, as we talked about earlier, it's going to have this, you know, kind of reaction. And so, if I and I and I sense it with with kind of some of the shows that you're talking about, right? Because I watched The Last of Us. I watched, you know, I loved it, enjoyed it. But it was also like there is a heaviness, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's not just because you know, I mean, there is some you know, obviously some violence and, and stuff in that in that show. But it's also kind of like it has a deep, deep kind of message to it too. And 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 we do need to be mindful of okay, you know. If I'm doing this, am I taking care of myself? Am I able mm-hmm. to kind of go through this? Yeah. But also as as kids and children, if if they are watch, watching stuff that, you know, is kind of maybe more in the middle, like you were kind of, you know, family friendly, but also kind of there's still some kind of conflict. Are we having those conversations with them of like, hey, what did you get out of that? Wasn't that scary? You know, kind of, you know, helping them in, you know. Uh, versus, you know, just saying, oh, whatever, you you know, watch whatever you want to watch. Yeah, I think that's really important, too, because like even in Canto, like I have little, little kiddos who'll come into the office and they were terrified of the part where um, Bruno did the vision thing and like all the stuff flying around and the the green, you know, coloring. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's really important to be aware of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and I want to say, I just want to give a disclaimer. We as therapists are not telling parents what they can and cannot let their kids watch. Yeah. Right. Right. And we will never Mm -hmm. do that. All we're saying is to just be aware of what is what is happening and the reactions of people to that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not censorship. I think that we're, we're kind of going after, you know, I think it is just, again, that intentionality. I think all of this spawned, you know, several years ago from, you know, some of these kiddos watching YouTube mm. before it was like YouTube's oh, kids. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, and yeah. it was and there was I think I think it was MoMA. Yeah. It was, Momo it was like, or something like Momo. That. And, you know, it kind of freaked people out and it was really a weird moment. And so, again, it's just kind of a you know, all encompassing kind of t- 
today, I feel like, is there is so much richness. There is so much connection. There's so much, you know, clarity that we can have with these characters and, and, and movies and, and, you know, um, dialogue. But, you know, there is also this this piece of it. It's like, let's just let's be responsible, intentional and, and aim to, you know, uh, connect in a, in a really you know great way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any last words for for y'all kind of as we head to the outro music? No, I'm excited about the outro music. <laughs> You're ready for the outro music? I'm just excited to hear it. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to sing that that one song we talked about oh i thought we were talking about karaoke yeah well <laughs> so we may throw in some karaoke <laughs> but disney karaoke Ooh, oh, i'm down for that maybe okay. just like some like it just cuts it's like cuts back and forth from us <laughs> you know that'll Make be a when man we... out of you oh that's a good i one. did tell jen she's Mulan now she's Oh yeah, I cut my hair. We didn't talk about Mulan. See, this is this there's deserves, so many. There's we'll do other things. We'll do this other things too. Two, but in the meantime, Paige, thank you so so much for being a part thanks of this. For this was fun. Me. Paige, thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Great insight. She's a great therapist, y'all. So um, I'm glad I'm glad y'all got to listen to this with us. Um, we appreciate y'all being around and and uh, hanging out with us. And uh, we'll catch you on the flippity flip. See you next time, or hear you next time. I don't know. <laughs> thanks for listening you can find out more about us and connect counseling center on our website connectcounselingcenter.com this podcast is for informational and psychoeducational purposes only if you are experiencing any kind of emergency please call 911 go to your nearest er or call the helpline at 988